them hands together. Come on, church. Put them hands together and give God some praise in here. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You made it into the church. Come on and praise God. We didn't get dressed up for nothing. Let's give God some praise in this house. Got another yes, Lord, in my soul. Oh, got another yes, Lord. Oh, got another yes, Lord. Oh, got another yes, Lord, in my soul. Somebody give God some praise in this house. Somebody give God some sanctified Holy Ghost filled praise this morning. Give God some praise like you're glad to be among the living. Not among the dead. Give God that praise. Elevate your worship this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said yes when he woke you up this morning. God said yes to you. God said yes to you. You might as well say yes back. Give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Every time God wakes us up, he gives us one more yes. You must well thank him with your praise and give God a yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can somebody come out and say, thank you, Lord, this morning. Tell them, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He been too good for us to lay down on God this morning. He's been too good to us. He's been too good to us. He's been so good to us. He's been just that good to us. You can't give me a reason why he's been so good. But all you know is that God is still good. Ain't he good? Tell somebody he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Tell somebody. Turn around. Tell somebody he's good. On this I tell somebody he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Make it personal. He's good to me. He's good to me. He's good to me. Hallelujah. Is anybody back know that God is good to you this morning? Lift your hands up and back and say, God is good to me. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You didn't press your way out this morning. 
For a failure, you pressed your way out for victory this morning. You pressed your way out this morning. Since you pressed your way out, you might as well give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody got a heavy load this morning, but you can at least, you can unload it today. You can unload that load today. Hallelujah. You can unload it today. You can unload. Loose it. Hallelujah. Let it go today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone, please stand. Hallelujah. 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 We're all here by the grace of God this morning. We're all here because of God's grace. Hallelujah. And because of his mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we want to thank you today. There is so much that we can thank you for. We just don't know where to begin. Every time we turn on the news, we hear bad news. Every time we pick up the phone, we hear more bad news. Every time we get in the text message, it's another piece of bad news. Turn on the computers, it's some more bad news. But there is some good news, God. And that is, yes, Jesus still lives. That yes, God is still good. And that yes, that all things will work together for the good. It may not feel good, it may not look good, but the God that I serve is always good. And God, we, we want to thank you, God, for being just that good to us in the midst of all of our issues, in the midst of all of our pain, in the midst of all of our, our, our misunderstandings, in the midst of all the times that we refuse to be apologetic to anybody. And for all the times, oh God, you have blessed us in spite of, of all of the sins that we've committed. God, we today, we want to say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. God, we want to say thank you this morning. Father God, we come this morning. God, we, we, we've worshiped, we prayed, Father God, but we come, God, to hear you talk to us this morning. Father God, however you decide, oh God, you are the parents. You know what your children need this morning. One came for one thing, somebody came for something else, but oh God, you know what we need. What you want us to have trumps everything we want. Father God, let your Glory. Hallelujah. Let your will be done today, God. Glory. Let your will be done this morning, oh God. Speak to us. Preach to us. Teach to us. Whatever you need to happen, oh God, let it be done that you get the glory, oh God. Let the darkness dispel out of this place. Allow your Holy Spirit to cancel every work of the enemy. Father God, in this place, set our hearts aright. To receive your word, get our minds right so that we can receive your word. Father God, many times we say go up and down all of the corridors of the pews. But God, I want to thank you for already saturating this place, oh God. However the atmosphere is, is how would you want it to be? Let your Holy Ghost move, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, have your way, God, in Jesus' name. Turn with me, please, to Exodus chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13. And while you are going, I just want to say real quick, the meeting for the 12 tribes is not all of the 12 tribes. It's just a special committee that's trying to get together the celebration when we end the, 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 the fundraiser. Just that committee is to come together on that day. And on next Saturday, uh, pastor Trellis Poor is being installed as the pastor of Shiloh Baptist Church in Albion. That's at, I think, uh, 3.30, 1.30 next Saturday. Amen. For those of you who would like to attend, please, please come on out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Giving honor to God, who is truly the, 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 the head of my life, the, the deliverer of my soul. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. To his son, Jesus, to the precious Holy Ghost, to, to my wife, to all of the members of the church, to everybody in their respective places, to all of you out there uh, on the internet that's, that's viewing right now, those who are listening live on the podcast, we just want to thank you for being in attendance. And to our visitors, thank you as well. There is a word from the Lord on this morning. Amen. I say this many times and I ask you, do you need a word this morning? Somebody said that I need a word this morning. Amen. I need a word myself. Hallelujah. Just because I'm preaching it don't mean I don't need it. Amen. When the Lord give it to me, sometimes I don't quite understand it until I'm here with y'all. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Lord, have your way. Oh, God, Lord, say it again. Lord, have your way. Hallelujah. Have your way in me. Have your way. Let your Holy Ghost move in here today, God. Let your word move in my body. Take out. Hallelujah. Whatever you don't want me to have. Hallelujah. We're going to go down to the third, to the third verse of the 13th chapter. And it reads, and Moses said unto the people, remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by the strength of hand, the Lord brought you out from this place that there no leavened bread be eaten. This day came ye out in the month of Abib, and it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Hevites and the Jebusites, which he swear unto thy fathers to give ye a land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. Very briefly, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I've come to preach to us today. Complete your deliverance. Amen. Complete your deliverance. You may have a seat. Hallelujah. There are many people in this place, many people in the land, people, people who are listening, many people in many churches love to talk about how they've been delivered. And I'm here to tell you, no, you haven't. There are a lot of people claim to be delivered and you have yet to be delivered all the way. I can't get no help in here. Some of us, uh, we, we, we can claim about how far God has brought you. Matter of fact, many of us love to share this little piece, this little, uh, this little almost like a little mini testimony, but it's, it's turned into a cliche. I may not be where I want to be, but I thank God from where I'm not where I used to be. If you say that, that tells me that your deliverance isn't all the way complete. Hallelujah. Many of us in here got still got some struggles. Amen. Still got some, I mean, hit. some folks in here still got some struggles. You might as well come on and talk to me this morning. There are some folk in here still got some struggles this morning. And you've been dealing with them. And, and you, 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 you've heard other folks say, I'm delivered. And you want to know how can you get to that place where, baby, I'm here to tell you, some of them folks been lying. I'm, 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 it's going to get hot early. I'm here to tell you again. Just give me a little bit more volume in here. The, 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 some folks who've been saying, I'm delivered. A lot of them folks have been lying because they have not been delivered anywhere. Amen, somebody. Amen. You can many times we, we, we go to God and ask God to remove us from a situation, to remove us from a place, to remove us from, from, from anywhere. But, but oftentimes when we ask God to deliver us, we never ask God to place us anywhere. We just want to come out of a situation and we want to just go on by our willy-nilly way. But I'm here to tell you that's not complete deliverance. Here we see in the scripture, the Bible tells us that Moses tells the people, remember this day, for this is the day that the Lord brought you out by his own, by the strength of his own hand. Notice here, he said came out, but he doesn't say that the Lord has delivered you. If we read the scripture a little bit further, the Lord tells them when their deliverance is complete. He tells them, when I get you to the land of Canaan, when I get you to the land flowing with milk and honey, this is the purpose. I'm going to bring you out of this place to take you to the place I want 
you to be at. Hallelujah. Uh, the many, the many folk can't claim deliverance is because you're not yet at the place where God wants you to be. You may have come out of something, but doesn't mean that you are delivered. Glory, hallelujah. Many people have had drug addictions, but just because you've come out of rehab doesn't mean that you are delivered. Many people have had problems with crime, but just because you've come out of jail doesn't mean that you are delivered. Many people have been in bad relationships, but just because you left that woman or left that man doesn't mean that you've been delivered. But I'm here to tell you that when we go to God for deliverance, God will take you to the place that he wants you to be. Regardless how much you cry out, God deliver me, you still have got to allow God to deliver you all the way. Here the, the, the scriptures tells us that the Israelites, now this is something, we know the story, but what, what we know most of is the story when they get to the Red Sea, but the Bible tells us that they were in bondage for 430 years. Seeking to be brought out of this land, seeking to be lifted, have the hand of Egypt to be lifted up off of them. They wanted to come out from under this tyrant. They wanted to be away from this situation. And Moses tells them, he said, I want you to remember this day in Abib, this month of Abib. Matter of fact, if you go to the 12th chapter, in the 12th chapter, God tells them, he said, he tells Moses, this will be the first of months. This will be the beginning of your year, meaning that when I bring you out, I'm going to give you a fresh start. Many of us, we, we think just because when, when God delivers you, takes you from a place, you think that at that moment, everything is okay. Everything is not okay because you're now at a new beginning. And what God has got to do, he's got to transition you from where you used to be, even though he brought you out. He's got to condition you to where he wants you to be. And every place that God wants you to be, oftentimes we don't want to go there. We just want to get away from where we were. We don't want God to do anything with it. We just want God to do it how we want it. But I'm here to tell you, if God lets let it be done how you want it, it'll never be done the way he wants it done. Let me, let me explain it like this. Who ever heard of the JCPenney catalog? Mm -hmm. How about the Sears and Roebuck catalog? How many ever ordered anything from those catalogs? Amen. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, you would have to you would have to tear out the piece of paper, write on the piece of paper what order you want. You will send it back to the people. But at the bottom of it, it will say it's going to take four to six weeks for delivery, meaning that you first placed your order. But in order for the, the, the delivery to start, it has to first leave the location. And then when it leaves the location, it has to be placed. That order, that envelope would have to be placed in, either in the hand of the mailman or be taken to the post office. Amen. And once it gets to the post office, then there's a process that, that has to begin. And not only does process begin that way, but the process begins for everybody who goes to the post office. Some may be going to pay a bill. Some may be going to deliver, have a package delivered. And matter of fact, many of us may be having some things to go to the same location. But what I need to tell somebody today is just because you start out in the same location doesn't mean what you're going to get to, that you're going to get there at the same time as everybody else. At the, at, the, at the post office, once, once your order gets to the post office, we, there is an expectation that you got to wait until it arrives to you. The post office, I looked it up, it shows that the post office takes everybody's packages and letters and puts it into a system and sorts it into categories. It may start off one way. But when it goes through the process, everybody's package got to go into a category. And sometimes the category for your package won't go through the whole process because some people's packages aren't set up the right way. And sometimes when that happens, that means that your package is going to be delayed. Why? Because it could be a problem with the address. Could be a problem with the package. It may be a problem with the weight. It may be a problem with the sender. And which 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 means that that the package sometimes has to start all over again. 
Oftentimes when we're going through this deliverance process, we think that that where we when God delivers us takes us from one pace. It's just a start. But then it looks like we get along on a certain part of the journey. It seems like we go right back to where we started. Why is it that, God, I asked you to deliver me, but it looks like I'm back at the beginning again. It's because God said, I ain't took you there yet, and you ain't let me take you there. Oftentimes there is damage that you won't let God rid you of, but yet you better hold on to the damage than to let God to fully deliver you. I'm still talking about complete your deliverance. At the, at the post office, sometimes what also happens is that your package may get opened by mistake. And they'll, they'll either send it on or they'll let it come back to you and they'll tell you what has happened. Hallelujah. And the same thing with us. Just because I make it to a destination and you don't doesn't mean that you're not on the way. Hallelujah. Doesn't mean that just because God has been working on me in a different area of my life doesn't mean that God ain't still fixing on you. Hallelujah. The scripture here tells us that, that Moses told them to remember this day. And it kind of, it, it blows my mind because in this day, in this day, there was a whole lot of things happened that night before. God had went through the whole land and every place that he told Moses, that I'm going to kill the firstborn of everything, man and beast. And he said, well, I want you to put the blood of a lamb over the doorpost. And as I go through the land at night, I'm going to kill every firstborn. But if I see the blood, hallelujah, I'm going to pass over that house. And something very interesting happened is that the day before, the enemy didn't want to let the people go. Hallelujah. They didn't want to let the people go. But, but Moses told them that you will let the people go. He said, no, I won't. But look at what happened. It wasn't even a full day because when the nighttime came, there had to be an express type of thing to have to happen in order to get the people on the way. Look at me now. Listen, just like with your packages, sometimes there can be a, 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 a holdup, but because there is a deadline when it has to get there, they will have to change your package from first class to express. And the Bible tells us that when, when that nighttime came and people began to die, there was a great scream throughout the land until the Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, come to my palace. And when they got there, he said, get you and your people out of this land right now. When God gets ready to bring you out of your situation, don't confuse that with total delivery. Don't confuse that. When God brings way to bring you out, there's going to be some chaos at first. There's going to be some people that don't like you to be delivered, and there are going to be some people that's going to help you on your merry way. The Bible tells us that when it was time for the people to leave, that the people of Egypt said, here, take this with you. Take some jewelry with you. Take some animals with you. That's because that everybody who's been a part of you being held back, God will use those people to push you along. Just because you've been in a situation where it looked like you can't get out of them same folk that said that you will never be no better than what you are. God will use them same folk to set you up. I wish I could get some help in here today. I'm here talking about still complete your deliverance. The Bible here tells us that, 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 that on the same day, they began to go out. And when they got to the Red Sea, hallelujah, it got bad. Yes, the enemy decided to you know what? I'm going to bring these folk back. I'm here to tell you today, just because the Lord is about to bring you out of your situation doesn't mean the enemy is going to like it. As a matter of fact, if we all can testify, the day that you decided to give your life over to God, it's like the enemy came out of nowhere, tempted you with everything, brought everything in your pathway, gave you everything that your soul, that your body wanted, and yet somehow you had to resist. And I'm here to tell you, it is at this moment where you have to look at your enemy and look at your path and not know where to go. Hallelujah. Some of us, we the reason why we haven't completed our delivery is because we're still lost. Hallelujah. What you say? I said again, the reason why many of us have yet to, com to complete our delivery is because many of us are still lost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, well, but listen, let, let, me, let me explain to you. Let me give you a perfect definition of the word lost. Lost is that 
when you don't know how to leave from where you are. Have you ever been in a place, traveling on the road, and you get to a place, you thought you know where you were, but you, when you got there, you said, where am I? You want to get on the right road, but you don't know which way to go. What that means? You don't want to admit it? You're lost. Hallelujah. You're lost. Hallelujah. But then, then it, it also could be that you don't know how to get to where you want to be. Hallelujah. You're in the place. There's a place you want to get to. But because you don't know how to get to, you know where you are right now. Where you are is very familiar. But where you got to get to, you don't know how. Why? It's because you're lost. And the only way you're going to get there is that our God that we serve has got to take you there. This is why when they were at the Red Sea and they didn't know where to go because they were lost. Yes, they knew what they were. They knew they were at the Red Sea. They knew they just came through the land of the Philistines. They knew that Pharaoh was on their track. But they also knew, how do we get out of this situation? This is the point. In the time when God gets ready to bring you out, you got to stand still and let him bring you out. I wish I could get some people to help me today. We have to sometimes stand still at the moment when you don't know. You don't try everything. When you don't know how to go, you have to stand still and let God provide the way for you to go. And when God provides you the way, it may even look unfamiliar. Hallelujah. Who ever heard of walking through a body of water on dry land? Who ever heard of watching the sea roll back so you can walk on? Who ever heard of watching, watching it in an instant moment, seeing mud turn to concrete? Whoever, whoever thought that that would happen in the moment, that just goes to show you when God wants to bring you out, God will do anything to bring you out. Hallelujah, somebody. But here's the thing. When they were brought out and the water rolled back, they began to celebrate. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you that celebration was short-lived. Why was it short-lived? Because three days went by. They had spent 40 days, 40 years. They had spent 430 years under bondage. But they couldn't stand three days in being free. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell somebody today. God has, you have been in a place that you know you shouldn't have been in. But soon as God brings you out into a new place, all of a sudden you got a problem. Why? It's because you ain't used to You're so used to hell raising that when peace comes in, you think there's a problem. You're so used to having mess in your life. When calm comes in, when good people come in your life, you think there is a problem. The Bible tells us, look at what they say. They tell Moses, did you bring us out here to kill us? Look at this, the word here. Did you bring us out here to kill us? Everything Moses said, Moses said, remember this day. You're going to be brought out of this place, but God's going to take you to another place. Going back to the post office. When your package gets to the post office, their main objective is to get your package to the destination they just got to get to. The package is not considered delivered until it gets there. You hear what I'm going to say it again. Your, the whole purpose of the post office is to get your package to where it's supposed to be. And at that point, the post office considers that place your package to be delivered. The Holy Ghost works like the post office. That when you when, when God brings you out, the Holy Ghost got to do all that he can to get you ready to get you to be fully delivered. The place that God wants you to be, it may not be where you think you should be, but if you let God work, God will work in your life and God will do some stripping. God will do some tearing down. God will do some rolling over. God will get you messed up. But if you let him, God will deliver you. Bible here says they started complaining. Where the water at? I've been out here all this time, three days, and I'm thirsty. I've been out here all this time, ain't had no bread, ain't had no meat. Then it was, you know what, what, what blows my mind? It, it's, 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 it's as if, hmm, I'm going to use it like this. There have been people who have been in bad relationships. Everybody know you've been in a bad relationship. This woman A, this man B. 
A been getting beat on by B or B been getting beat on by A. Everybody say, well, y'all ought to split up. Y'all ought to leave. And then years go by. Babies done come in. You ain't married. And all this type of chaos and beatings keep happening. You're getting black eyes one day. You're losing money another day. But next thing you know, you finally, you may get the gumption and something happens. And the last straw becomes the last straw. And you say, I'm gone. But then three days go by. And you start thinking. You don't forget about all the beatings. You don't forget about all the misunderstanding. You don't forget about all the cussing out. But now you start thinking, maybe it wasn't so bad. Just because you're in a new place, you're now thinking, maybe it wasn't so bad. That when God brings you out of a place where you were destined to die, when he brings you to a place that you might live, but now because you're not used to it, you want to look back just like the children of Israel. And they said, but when we were back home, back in Egypt, we had flesh pots to the full, but they forgot that they couldn't eat it. They forgot about, they said we had plenty of water, but they forgot that they couldn't drink it. They forgot that even through then, God was the one that brought them out that situation. And now they just can't see it. When it's time for your deliverance, you will only see what you want to see. I mean, hit that rewind button. Many folk in here, you may think you're delivered, but you're not delivered yet. Why? It's because you only want to look at what you want to look at and not the picture that God wants to place you in. God has a place in mind. When you ask for deliverance, Egypt, the children of Israel did not ask God to place them into Canaan. Their prayer was, God, come see about me. Have you ever prayed that prayer before? <laughs> Have you ever prayed, God, come, come see about me. God, come heal me. God, come do it for me. But what I've learned in that same type of situation, that two people can start out at the same time, as I was showing with you before, but at the same time, them two people never make it to the same place. At the same time. Let me give you a perfect example. Just, just say, for example, we got two people. They are both broke. Anybody in here been broke? Anybody in here still broke? Hey, hey talk to me. I ain't still broke. Hallelujah. I'm delivered from broke. Amen. I ain't broke no more. Amen. But, but look at this. Two people are broke. They get into a discussion. One person said, I'm broke. Another says, I'm broke too. And they said, well, one day I want to not be broke no more. And the person says, so do, so do I. But what the other person don't know is what defines broke for one don't define broke for another. Hallelujah. The reason why one person broke, it could be because he go to work every day. But every time he gets his check, he mismanages his money. Instead of paying his bills, he go play lotto. Instead of go paying his bills, he go drink. Instead of paying his bills, he go to the juke joint. Whatever he do, that's the reason why he needs that he's broke. And his process for to, to be to be not broke is going to be different than the other person. The other person, his reason for him being broke is that he won't go get a job. They both broke. One got one working, mismanaging money, and the other one won't go get a job. He said, I'll fill out applications, but I'm praying that God keep pulling me out of the situation so I'm not broke no more. In order for you to get out of the land of broke and get into the land of plenty. God got to do some work in between. Let me, let me hit that rewind button again. In order for God to deliver you from this place and to make sure you can handle it in this place, he got to do some work in between. How do, how do, how do you know? Perfect example. You both start complaining. <laughs> God, you told me to trust you. I'm trusting you, but it looked like things done got worse. I'm still just as broke. As I was, as I was before, I'm going to work, I'm paying my bills, but I'm still broke. But you didn't forget about that yesterday was a time you wasn't paying your bills, that you was drinking, that you was drugging, and you was doing everything but pay your bills. But now God is teaching you, if you pay your bills, eventually you will get out of debt, and you will move from being broke to the land of plenty. I'm, I'm helping somebody, I know I am. Then that same person who 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 said who won't go apply for a job, 
This person says, I don't apply for jobs. I've been working, but while I've been working, something happened and I get laid off. I go to the next job. I work, but I keep getting laid off. It ain't nothing that I'm doing. They keep telling me it's a temporary position, but I want to get to a full-time job working all the time. Well, let's look at the story from the beginning. At first, you wouldn't even apply for a job, but now God got you in temporary jobs, but you want the full-time job so that you won't be broke no more. The reason is that you got temporary jobs is that God got to teach you how to handle the big job before you can handle being plentiful because you couldn't handle being broke. So while God's taking you through these transitions along the way, you got to learn some stuff. It's just like the children of Israel. God had to tell them, don't you remember what I did for you? Then you ought to trust me right now. If you trust me to bring you through the water, you ought to trust me with some water to drink. If you trust me through the desert, you ought to trust me with some bread. Hallelujah. I'm still talking about complete your deliverance. Hallelujah, complete your deliverance. The, the minute many folk want it, but everybody can't handle it yet. Everybody can't handle the place that God wants you to be in. Everybody just like the man, both men, I want to have plentiful, but you can't handle where you are right now. You can't recognize that God is doing a work in your life. I'm going to hit that rewind button. You haven't recognized that God is doing a work in your life. The Bible shows us that they, they may have spent 430 years under bondage, but they only spent 40 years in the wilderness. Think about that. If you can wait 430, you ought not mind waiting 40 more. <laughs> You done, you done, you done waited, you done waited, you, you've been a crackhead for 25 years. Uh, you ought not mind 26 days in the rehab. You've been an alcoholic for 40 years. You ought not mind 40 years, 40 days in the detox. And many times people leave because they say, this ain't what I wanted. Right, it wasn't what you wanted, but it's what God wanted for you. Because the place that he wants you to be at is better than where you were. Hallelujah. And I'm, 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 I'm almost about to close with this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, no, I got a couple real quick. I mentioned before about the couple. And they, and they, and they keep, and they keep oh, it wasn't so bad. And somehow, those people get back together. And people look at them and say, why'd you do it? And they get back to us and say, I don't know. He called me on the phone. She called me on the phone. When she called me on the phone, he didn't sound like he used to sound. She didn't sound like I used to, how she used to sound. We went out. We had dinner. Next thing we know, about to be real, y'all, we ended up in the bed with each other. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Don't, don't, get, don't get shy. You heard this before. This ain't nothing new. Hallelujah. We ended up in the bed and now we back together and we can't get out the situation. I'm here to tell somebody how long you're going to keep making love to the place that God delivered you from. How long you gonna keep making love to that which you don't know, which you know ain't good for you? How long you gonna keep making love to the same place when God says, when I bring you out, I'm gonna bring you out, but you keep going back and laying down with it. You keep going back to it. I don't know what it is. What it is is that you can't handle where God wants you to go. You ain't been delivered yet. You ain't delivered and you don't like it. So you'd rather live how you've been living. But God said, I'm still going to bring you out. It gets rough, but it gets tough. Because when God has put into the atmosphere and he has spoken the word, he said, I'm going to bring you to the land flowing with milk and honey. His word has got to happen. His word has got to be fulfilled just because you mess up. God said, I'm still working a portal. Hallelujah. 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 Let me, let me tell you this, and this, this is a real thing here. We don't want to talk about real stuff, but that's real stuff. People are messing up, going back to the same old situation, not trusting the fact that if God brought you from that man, if God brought you from that woman, don't you know he got somebody 
better for you? Although he got somebody that he wants you to have. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a whole lot of folk in bad situations, not because you was waiting on God, but because you was trusting in yourself. Hallelujah. I got, I'm, I'm almost through. Then, they, then one time, y'all know I've been making pound cakes, right? And one day, I had a person in Florida. She had ordered two cakes. I went to FedEx, dropped the two cakes off, paid for them, gave me two different tracking numbers, and they were off on their merry way. I kept checking on it. I kept checking on it, looked like everything was going good. Then all of a sudden, I saw one package was on one truck and another package was on another truck. I said, what? What's going on? And the next thing you know, the one package on one truck was a further ahead and the other, and the one package was still there. Wow. And then when it gets there, and when it finally makes it to Florida, I see one package that says, delivered. And the other package still said where it was. And I called them. They said, it's on the way. There was some holdup. Uh, there were some delays. Sometimes there may be some delays, but you will get your deliverance. And next thing you know, the second package got there and it said delivered. I called the person. I said, your package got there. She said, but there was some problems. I said, what was, I received the packages and I, and I said, yeah, I see that it says delivered. So what's the problem? She said, the problem was this. One box when it came, the box looked pretty on the outside. But the cake on the inside was messed up. I'm like, wow. And she said, and I said, what about the other one? When I got that package, that package, the box was beat up. But the cake on the inside was all right. I said, okay. So I said, oh, oh what you want me to do? I don't want you to do nothing. I said, why? She said, because both cakes taste great. Mm. What are you saying, preacher? It doesn't matter how you go through in your delivery process. You, once you get to your delivery destination, once you get delivered, you may get beat up. You may look all right. You may look bad on the inside. You may look rough on the outside. But once you get delivered, everything will be good. Once you get delivered, everything will be all right. Do you want to be delivered? Do you want to be delivered? Then let God deliver you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Remember I told you that this was the month of Abib. The month of Abib means the month when the wheat begins to harvest. That which was, listen to this, the month of Abib in Egypt is actually the month of April. It's the, and God, remember I told you, God said that this would be the beginning of months for you. This would be the beginning of the year for you. This would be your first start. Hallelujah. In April, what also happens in April? The Bible tells me that our Savior was born in December. That's what we believe. Things happen. And 33 and a half years long of his ministry, things happen. Jesus came through and he did some miracles. He worked some things out. But one day in the month of Abib, one day in the month of April, one day in the month of April, when the harvest was ready, he had gathered all the folk around him. He had been beaten. He had been scarred. He had been cast away. They thought he was gone. I'm going to tell somebody, if you trust God, you may get beat up. You may get thrown away. But if you trust God, the Bible tells me that while Jesus was there, they beat him all night, laid him on the cross, raised him up between two thieves. They both started out nasty, but one corrected the other and said, this man didn't do anything. But he said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And the Bible says, just like Moses says, he said, this day, this day, you will be delivered. This day, your new start begins. This day, Jesus told that man, this day, in the moment, in the twinkling of the eye, 
Jesus did it. And guess what? He started out rough. He went to jail. He got beaten just like Jesus. He was on the cross just like Jesus. But unlike Jesus, when Jesus died, Jesus had to die first so that when he died, he could get a fresh start. I want to tell somebody, when you came to Jesus, you got a fresh start. Know the day. Know the hour. Because my God, my Jesus, you've been delivered. He brought you to. I want to tell somebody. Everybody ain't been delivered. But I'm about to help some folk who have been delivered. This is how you know you've been delivered. Say, for example, I'm going to use myself. I used to have an attitude problem about everything. I didn't like folk talking about me. I didn't like folk saying anything about me. Because if you didn't, I found out you had a cussing coming your way. Hallelujah. I'm just being real with you. Hallelujah. It's how I used to be. And here's the process. Then God started putting me into situations. God get me into situations. When once I got saved, once he came into my living room and he worked some things out, God began to strip some things. Matter of fact, what I, what I also love that he does, you, if you won't remove yourself from the company, God will remove the company from you. <laughs> because he wanted my atmosphere right. I didn't have the sense enough to know that God didn't want me with him. So God moved them from me. I tried to go look for him. But God said, they're not a part of your process. Quit looking for them that ain't in your lane right now. I'm not saying your lane is better than my lane. We're both trying to get to the same place. But where God got to have me at is different where God got to have you at. And then one day, somebody, I'm going to tell you when it happened, when I really knew I was delivered. Sometimes it won't be you who know. It'll be folks around you that know when you've been delivered. When I truly knew that I was delivered is the day I became the pastor of St. Paul. Because one day while I was here in the very beginning, somebody came to me and said some rough stuff to me. And I took it and I forgot all about it. And my wife told me, she said, Woo, I know the Lord done changed you. <laughs> I, I, I said, why you say that? Because uh, uh, if it had been a little while ago, you would have told them back off. But you let that thing go. And that's when you know you've been delivered. You, you can let that thing go. Everybody could. You ain't got to wonder when it happened. It'll just happen. But here's the thing. And also there are some of us in here. Got the same problem. Got the same attitude problem. And whenever somebody says something to you. God done took you to a new place. But people will remind you. Woo. You done changed because you used to be that type of person that'll cut folk. You used to be that type of person that'll tear folk down. You used to be. And this is what happened. You'll look at it and go, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't take that mess. I don't take that stuff. And you go to that person. You tell that person off. And you still think you delivered. The truth of the matter is, you just got started all over again. You let folk take you back where God done brought you out of. You let folk take you back to a situation where God said it wasn't good for you. So this is how you handle that. When they tell you, oh, you ain't the same person, tell them praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, I'm not that person. And then you had to prophesy on them. But my prayer is for you. You who the troublemaker, you who are the hell raiser, you need to get delivered too. Let God take you from that place and deliver you to the place he wants you to be. I'm going to say, hey Lord, I'm going to say one thing. This is going to know whether or not you yourself know that you've been delivered.
Stefan Donaldson. I'm going to leave it just like that. That name, when it's mentioned, somebody, which is my baby, my wife just said, somebody just cringed. Somebody just cringed. And then somebody said, bless them, Lord. If you could say, bless them, Lord, you've been delivered. But if you're still cringing, oh, Jesus, if you're still cringing, you ain't delivered yet. And God still got you in the process. That they don't go on someplace else, but you still right there in the wilderness. God said, I want to deliver you all the way. I want to get you to the place where your past don't matter. I want to get you to a place that everything that happened to you don't matter. Because right now, you're in the land and you're in the promised land. You're in the place where all of your blessings come to fruition. You are now in the place. You are now in the place. And I'm here to tell you this. Don't get worked up if other folks aren't there with you. I know I'm running over my time, but it don't matter right now. Don't get upset if other folk ain't there with you. Don't, don't predicate your deliverance based on somebody else. Just because they are not where you are. Don't say, well, maybe I'm not. No, baby. When God done brought you and you know you're not affected by the same thing, baby, you've been delivered. You've been delivered. But here's the thing. Sometimes even the best of us die needing to be delivered. I can't get no help in here. How do you say that, preacher? Let's take a look at Moses. Moses knew the promise. Moses knew the deliverance. He had been through, he was going through the process. And God told him when he had committed one final act of disobedience, he said, this is the reason why you ain't going. You were Moses was supposed to go. He was ordained to go. But because of his own attitude and not trusting the Lord, we got to trust the Lord no matter what other folk in here don't do. Because the Bible tells us over in Joshua, matter of fact, at the end of Deuteronomy, when God took, God let him see it. Ain't it crazy to be able to see it but can't touch it? Woo, God. What would it be if we get to the pearly gates and can't walk in? What would it be to get to Jesus and can't touch him? What would it mean to get to God and not lay on him? What would it mean to see him from a distance but we can't lay our eyes on? What would that mean? It will be all done in vain. We got to complete. I want all of us to be delivered. Whatever it is, we're all trying to get to the same place. I can't get no help in here. We're all trying to get to the same place. Our path is just be a little bit different. We're going to make it there. Some of us going to make it there barely. Some of us going to make it there quickly. But a lot of us are not going to make it at all. This is how I'm ending this today. We want to need, we ought to seek to be delivered. We ought to seek to be delivered. The time of your full deliverance is at hand. You're not at the old place, but where you are right now is still not where God wants you to be. Am I talking to somebody today? Am I talking to somebody Facebook? You're not where you want to be. Matter of fact, you're not where God, you might be where you want to be, but you are not where God wants you to be. And that needs to be all of our goal. We want deliverance. We want to be coming out of one place, but we all want to get to the place that God wants us at. Wherever it is, whatever it is, whatever your situation may be, whatever your misunderstanding may be, whatever it is, don't let that hold you hostage. To an environment where God don't want you at. Sometimes the worst person that's holding you back is you. Matter of fact, sometimes the only person holding you back is you. 
Don't get mad. You can get mad at me. I ain't going to worry about it. As I said, because I'm delivered. Amen. If anybody is glad that they really delivered, and you know you really delivered after this sermon, get on your feet. If, hallelujah. If you really know that you're delivered. Don't get up if you're not really delivered. Amen. Don't get up because somebody else said that they did. Don't get up if you're not fully delivered. Because I'm going to tell you at the right place. You at the right place. You are at the right place. You at the right place. Stand, stand, stand. Everybody stand. Everyone stand. You are at the right Jesus. You at the right place. Everybody close your eyes. The reason why Jesus went to the cross is so that we could get to the right place. Hallelujah. And even when he was on the cross, at the moment when it looked like it was going to be impossible, he even told his father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I'm asking God, right, I'm going to pray that God place in our hearts right now that forgive them they know not what they do. Not to us, but to somebody else. The Bible says, be ye renewed by the renewing of your mind. And when he renews your mind, your heart will follow suit. Because the Bible tells us, out of the heart flows the issues of life. But also says, from the mouth does the heart speak. But when, you got, when God changes your mind, and he gives you the mind of Christ, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Woo! If you are here today, everybody keep your eyes closed. And you know you are not where. You know where you come from. But after hearing this message, you know for sure you're not what God wants you to be. Just, just keep your eyes closed, but raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, God, thank you. Put your hands down. Even for you out there on Facebook, you can send me a message, put it in the Facebook. Do the same thing, but that's my, my prayer going to be for, for that. And for also for those of you who, wanna, who were not honest enough to say that you wasn't. Hallelujah. But for those of us who know for sure, and you ain't got to brag about it, and you know that you're delivered, I want you to join me in prayer. As I pray, I want you to be praying too. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come right now, God, asking, oh God, that in this place, as your Holy Spirit has always spoken to all of our hearts, Father God, there are in our midst, oh God, your children, all of us, oh, Father God, you have a desire that we all come back to be with you. Because your word that Jesus told us in, in the word where it says that you so love the world that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Father God, for those that are, that are here, oh God, that I have honestly came and said, raised their hand and said, God, I'm, I'm not where I need to be. I want to get rid of that, oh God. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Some God, oh God, didn't know that they were still having this struggle, oh God. What they thought their struggle was don't even matter right now. Because now they really know what their struggle is. But God, your word tells us, oh God, take this yoke upon you and learn of me. Glory! And learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Father God, your word shows that if we just let it go, help us to put, help everyone, oh God, to put it into the hands of Jesus. For those, oh God, that, 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 that's, that, that feel like they can't do it, oh God, I'm asking you, God, in the name of Jesus, that for those of us here who are praying, Father God, hear our prayer, that Father God, that you move in this place, that you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, 
begin to touch their minds, that you begin to touch their hearts, that you begin to strip those things out, oh God, that you begin, not just show them, oh God, but have them feel it falling off of them, oh God. Have them feel that all of those, all of those things, oh God, all of those spirits, Father God, some, oh God, just got some spirits upon them, oh God. Father, they're listening to the spirits instead of listening to you. They're not listening to the Holy Ghost. They're listening to any other ghost, oh God. Father God, I'm coming right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, asking you, oh God. Father God, not just, but believing, oh God. But believing right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, because your word said, if you can do it then, in a moment, you can do it right now also in a moment. Father God, those individuals, oh God, I'm coming to you, God, begging you, oh God, because I know you can do it, oh God. Father God, I'm asking you to to, to, to rebuild their heart, oh God. Rebuild their mind, oh God. Father God, help them to see the place where they are, that this place where they are, God, is not the right place. Oh God, that it is not the promised land. That it is not the land flowing with milk and honey. Anger is not of you. Lying is not of you. Roguishness is not of you. Being conniving is not of you. Father God, even being, being mistreated, Oh God, and treating somebody just as bad as they treated you is not of you, oh God. Your word said that we have to love, oh God. Father God, put love in their heart, oh God. Put love. That's how they're going to get delivered so far, get fully delivered, oh God. Is if you put your, your love, let them feel your love, oh God. And, and let them have the permission, Father God, to walk out of it, oh God. In the name of Jesus. It won't feel right at first. But God, if they've already done come so far, but if they just keep walking, oh God. But if they just keep moving, oh God. If they just keep moving. Your word says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Father God, when you brought them out of the darkness, they became good. They don't know it yet. But as you're ordering their steps, oh God. Order their steps, oh God. They may not can't see the next step. But God, if you order the step, their feet will fall in place. Father God, I'm asking you, oh God, I'm begging you, oh God. Father God, I count it done, God. 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 I count it done in this place, oh God. I count it done at this moment, oh God. In the name of Jesus, at this day. Somebody, God, is about to get that fresh start today. It could be right there over the internet. It could be right there out on Facebook. Somebody, oh God, is getting their fresh start today. Give them, give them their fresh start, oh God. Help them to see Jesus in everything, oh God. Help them to see, help them not see him, but feel the Holy Ghost. That when, the, when they're being faced with opposition, the Holy Ghost is right there saying, don't go that direction. Father God, I just know you're able, God. What you did then, God, you can do it again right now. There's somebody that's truly waiting on it, oh God. There's something they have given up on it because they thought this is as good as it gets. But that's the devil is a lie. This is not as good as it gets. Because God, you got better for him, oh God. You got so much better for him, oh God. They just got to let it go. You don't deliver them from it. But God, but they still hold it on to it. Help them to let it go. You can't fully deliver if they bring it everywhere they go with them. Everywhere they go, God, they bring a piece of their past with them. Help them to let their past go in the name of Jesus. And Father God, what will happen is that we all give you the glory. God, we're going to give you the glory right now, God, because you're so worthy. Father God, you're so worthy, God. You're so awesome, oh God. You're so magnificent, oh God. You still give us a chance. You still give us the opportunity. You still give us the way. You still give us the authority. You still give us the permission. Father God, you tell us, oh God, we have not cause we ask not. Father God, but God, give us the strength to ask to be where you want us to be. Not where we want to be. Give us the strength. Give us the faith. To say, Lord, place me where you want me to be. Because where I am right now, God, this ain't it. I said I, I settled for it, but God, this ain't it. Somebody wants to know, God, is this it? It ain't it. God, it ain't it for them. Their deliverance is not complete. 
This ain't it. Father God, I'm asking you, and in this place, and as they're walking through the rest of this place, that God, that you do in their life what you've done in others. And by their lifestyle, they'll be giving you the praise. In your son Jesus' name, let your church say amen. Send it on down, Lord. Send it on down, Lord. Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on down. Send it on down, Lord. Send it on down. Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on down. Oh, send it on down, Lord. Send it on down. Rise to your feet. Lord, let your Holy